With your boy Ricardo Montgomery, aka the voice of Gospel Radio. Hanging out with you on this day that the Lord has made, we will rejoice and be glad in it. I tell you, I got a great show live today, y'all. We got the Omaha Fatty coming on the show. She's gonna talk to us about this all this great food here in the Nebraska area. So get ready. I'm telling y'all, give yourself something to eat before you this to this guy come on because you're gonna be really hungry and you're gonna want to go out and get yourself something to eat. Because I think he's going to bring something real good to the table. Matter of fact, I know he's going to bring something good to the table because he's the food critic. But it's the Christmas show, y'all. So um, I want y'all to sit back, relax. I tell you, man, I got somebody coming on the show today who dropped so many dimes. I'm talking about if you're in the sports, and you know how when you throw the perfect pass in football and it just lands right on the spot, you know, they call that a dime. You know, if you like basketball. And if they put, uh, you know, basketball, somebody make a pass like LeBron throw an alley-oop or somebody throw an alley-oop to LeBron, it's like right on time. They call that a dive. And the Christian really, when you're preaching so good and, the, and your points just hitting like that, they call that a dive. And I got that. I got the dive maker today on the show, y'all. Get ready. Get ready. Get ready. I got St. Mark's Baptist Church pastor here with us hanging out today. Pastor Gerard Parker, how you doing today? Welcome to Straight Talk. Man, good. How are you, Ricardo? And uh, happy holidays. Merry Christmas. It's good to be on the show. I am so happy to have you on the show. But since it's your first time on the show, I got to bring you to the uh, studio audience because they like to bring okay. in everybody. You know, they like to just over. So I'm going to give you a standing ovation right now. <laughs> Now you're an official member of the Straight Talk Network. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so, uh, Pastor, how, how are you doing today? And, um, you know, uh, I was, um, uh, I, I'll be honest with you, man. My wife was talking about, you know, visiting some different churches here. And, mm-hmm. and she stumbled up on your church. And, and we got to listen to your sermon. And, whoo, man, you, you really took Christmas and you kind of flip-flopped my show. I was going to go in a different direction. And I'm glad I listened <laughs> to the Lord. Because, uh, you know, I was just going to have a Christmas show and just talk about, you know, this regular old Christmas stuff. But you bring some numbers and some things to the table. But before we get into that, mm-hmm. tell us a little bit about you and um, how how did you get started with St. You know, getting started at that St. Mark. Now? Well, first of all, man, it's good to be alive. And uh, again, thank you for being uh, allowing me on the show. What an honor it is to be with you. I have been uh, pastoring for... 20 years. I've been preaching for 25 years. I'm from originally from Detroit, Michigan, did most of my growing up in a place called the Quad Cities, uh, which is the border between Iowa and Illinois, uh, and uh, graduated from high school there. I actually played uh, Major League Baseball uh, for the better part of five years until I was injured uh, and received my call into the ministry. Um, I thought I was going to the Hall of Fame in baseball, but God uh, changed that uh, and gave me an assignment to preach the gospel 
and we've been doing so for the better part of, of 25 years. And I stood uh, in McIsland, Illinois, uh, most of most of that time, and I've been in Omaha for about five years. Uh, and God is God is just blessing us. God is just blessing. God always always confirms those he calls uh, and he equips those he calls and prepares those he calls. And so God has certainly been doing that over the course of my ministry. It has just been a blessing leading God's people, loving God's people, preaching. I love, I have a passion as you probably have, have, have picked that up. I have a passion uh, for preaching and teaching the word of God. I have a passion for theology and relating the word of God to people in a real and relevant way where they can pick it up and and understand it, make it simple and apply it to their lives. You know, and I'm so thankful that God has called you because mm-hmm. I would have never met you, you know, like you and, you and right. uh, Todd Delaney. I don't know if anybody knows Todd Delaney used to play no professional baseball also. Uh, but uh, man, I'm, I, you know, I know you was planning on going to Hall of Fame, but I guess it's a different <laughs> Hall of Fame you'd rather be a part of, right? Right, right. Yeah, it, it, it that hurt, man. That hurt. I was with the, uh, I was in the Atlanta Braves organization, and uh, we were heading towards our first World Series in '91 when I got traded to the New York Mets. So that broke my heart, uh, and I got hurt, man. And 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 uh, so I had to swallow that. Uh, but I'm so glad that God detoured my life and gave me a greater call, man. And and uh, I'm sure you probably was rooting for the Braves this year when they won the World I Series. I was. Right? Go Braves. I was doing the <laughs> Me chop. too. Me too. Me too. Yeah, that's my Go team. Braves. <laughs> yes, but, sir. you know, again, let's get back to it because, I mean, like, sure. I think the people really outside of the St. Mark Church mm-hmm. may have missed something very important. I mean, no others are doing great things and I try to change them in any way, but the word that you brought this past week and uh, the numbers that you threw out there, how did you come to those figures and, and researching them and really putting all that together with, you know, how Christmas is now compared to um, what it should, what we should be celebrating. I have always had uh, Ricardo an approach to theology uh, that is, is systematic in my own way. Um, I've always been different. I I don't consider myself the, uh, quintessential traditional Baptist preacher. I'm not the great hooper or anything like that. Uh, but the way I approach theology is I dissect it because a lot of that people get the surface of the word and not the substance of the word. There's a lot under the page that we have to get to. So my approach has been a very disciplined approach over the years where I attack scripture or text and I want to understand it geographically, historically, culturally. I want to know what God is saying to those people at that time and to us at this time, how it relates to us at this time. I want to know the content, what's going on when there's a word said, what's the Hebrew Greek tense? Where did these people come from? What's the background of these people? For instance, uh, on Sunday and talking about the wise men, it's important to understand who the wise men were. And if we understand <clears throat> who they were, We understand why God sent them a particular star and why they came to the baby Jesus with gold, frankincense and myrrh. And a lot of it clears up when you attack scripture like that theologically uh, and systematically, it clears up a lot of misconceptions. I give an example. 
uh, Sunday, we cleared up the misconception that there were three wise men. There were not three wise men. It says wise men from the East. And if you go back and look at that particular culture in the East, uh, it, it means that there were probably about 12 wise men who brought three gifts. But you have to do your study. I think pastors and preachers have to become disciplined, have to be disciplined in that study to bring out a greater truth that the people may not have seen in scripture. That's my aim. I want to say something that I want, I want to preach and teach something that you did not know on Sunday morning and at Wednesday Bible study. People respond when people are shouting and responding back. It's because you're telling them something they know when they're quiet and reflective. It's because you're presenting something they don't know and you have them thinking. So that's my approach to scripture. You know, you just had me bobbing my head because I've heard that before. My uh, <clears throat> pastor back in um, Mississippi always said, right. when I'm teaching, I know I'm teaching well because everyone's quiet. That's and right. They're assuming they're just bringing in this knowledge. And uh, that's, the way you said it's perfect. I mean, there's, there's so many pastors who I really am still friends with to this day have that same um, mindset you know, of the teaching and really getting more information to, for you to devour so you can give it to someone else because that's, that's right. what we're supposed to do, right? Well, you know, uh, Brother Ricardo, our egos get in the way. We want to uh, we want to hear people shouting and responding to the word. And so uh, we oftentimes depend on things that um, that generate an audible response. And, and seldom uh, teach things that would um, instruct the listener in things that they may not know. Uh, and so I've learned, it's interesting you say that, I, I've learned over the course of the years to preach in silence. Matter of fact, silence, uh, you know, silence is the best to me because it, it, it says, it suggests to you that they're listening uh, and they're, they're soaking it in. And so you can't take the audible response of the people engage your preaching based on the response. Uh, I want people to grow. I want people to stretch theologically. And so I've got to be stretched. And I think it's incumbent upon the pastor to create an environment where he can be solely given, not solely, but as much as possible given to the study of his word, uh, be it Bible study, be it teacher's meeting, be it Sunday morning, where he can himself stretch because the people are only going, going to go as far as you go theologically and only be stretched as far as you're stretched. And so if as a pastor, if we're doing everything else throughout the week and we're, you know, people expect us to be here and do this, and do that. And we don't give ourselves over to study. And plus we have families. And now uh, what 40, 50 percent of pastors are uh, bivocational. And so they have other jobs. So oftentimes the time is not there to put that kind of study in. Uh, so it's incumbent upon the pastor to find the time, to make the time, because the most important thing, the priority of the church is the word of God and the preaching and teaching of the word of God. Well, I tell you, man, you're saying that right, because sometimes we get so involved in call and response. Right. And the, and the hooping and stuff to where it's only good for that little time frame but it doesn't sustain you for what's right. to come an hour from now or the two hours from now that you never know what 
you know, it's coming your way. And if you have something that's in you that makes you think, you just keep thinking over it. And then right. when something comes up, you remember that. Ah, man. You know what? Let's take a quick commercial break. Let's go to the – we'll interview the Omaha food uh, – Omaha fatty. We're going to come right back with more with Pastor Parker. Because, look, y'all, I'm telling you, he, this Christmas thing, man, we are really going to enjoy. I know we got some uh, – I know everybody's all excited this year, getting to be around family, but we still got this uh, Overcrown variant out there, so we got to be careful. Uh, but uh, we'll be right back with more straight talk, right into these few words, and more with Pastor Parker. When the phone rings, most of us answer the call. We get a text message, we answer the text. But what if God is calling you to ministry? Are you going to answer that call? At Central Christian College of the Bible in Moberly, Missouri, we exist for the sole purpose of helping people answer God's call. Since 1957, Central Christian has been preparing students for the pulpit, for the choir, for the mission field, and for the church. If God has placed a call in your heart, call us at 660-263-3900 or check us out online at cccb.edu. Get close to the words of the prophets. God is in there. Moses told his people to put scripture in little boxes and tie it to their heads. Strap the Bible to your forehead. Shout proverbs from the rooftops. Post parables on your mirror and on your wall. Pack your margins with notes. Sing the Psalms as your prayers. Read Paul out loud like poetry. Know Isaiah by heart. Love Matthew like a brother. Squeeze the verses like oranges. Do like the Lord told Ezekiel. Eat this scroll and fill your stomach with it. So I ate it and it tasted as sweet as honey. Don't just read the words of the prophets. Eat them. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Jason Nelson, and you're listening to Straight Talk. Simple Nurture is your one-stop shop for all your body care needs. Providing skin, bath, hair care, handcraft soaps, candles, and gift baskets for all genders. And come on, where else can you find candles that smell like your favorite foods, desserts, and drinks? Simple Nurture products are handmade and the owner, Barbie Jones, makes them without the harsh and harmful chemicals that you find in other body care products. Check out some of their products on their Facebook and Instagram pages at Simple Nurture or call 573-397-4853 or go to their website at www.simplenurtureall.com to get your hands on the homemade products made from love. Simple Nurture, homemade products that are simple and nurturing. From a baby's first steps to walking your daughter down the aisle, so many of life's precious moments are spent on our feet, and every step you take contributes to a healthier heart. By walking briskly for just 30 minutes a day, you can lower your risk for heart disease and stroke. So join us and take the first step to a healthier, longer life. The American Heart Association. Life. Life is why. You're listening to Straight Talk with your boy, Ricardo Montgomery. Don't worry. Don't worry, don't worry. You ain't missed nothing. You just in a commercial break. We'll be right back with more straight talk in a minute. Hey. Hey. Okay, Dax. Prostate cancer. Exam time. 
Not happening. Dax. Listen, I'd rather do anything than get a prostate exam. I'd rather sit in the middle seat on a long haul. I'd rather sort my nephew's Legos by color. I'd rather watch Fifty Shades of Grey with my mom. I'd rather fold a fitted Where's sheet. the corner? Oh, here we go. Here we Dax, go. a prostate cancer screening starts with a simple blood test, which we are already doing today. Smart. Seriously, it's that easy. Go to PCF.org to learn more. Welcome, welcome back, back, welcome back, back to the show, y'all. I, I got, got someone coming up in a minute that's going to knock your socks out from first set of verses. I got to post this new book called The Crash Team, and it's put on by my wife, Mrs. Montgomery. Yes, it's available right there on Amazon. Y'all will get this book, man. It is inspiring. It teaches your kids how to build through tough times and where to grow uh, as as young people is uh, in this in this day and time. Uh, it's a really good book, and we're looking to have our own soon, so... Get ready for that, and uh, I tell you, I tell you, 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 you won't be, you won't fail, fail. Ready for you, ready for you, right now, right now. But, but, but first thing, first, first thing, man, I gotta bring this guy in here because I've been watching some of this stuff, man. He's been doing stuff. He's been doing some great jobs right here in Omaha, y'all. He's known as Omaha Fatty. He's a new welcome to the show. Welcome him all the way in here from Omaha, Nebraska. Mr. Daniel Jones. How do you mean? Daniel Taylor. I'm sorry, man. I got so many people on the show. I jacked your name up. That's my fault, man. But uh, Mr. Daniel Taylor, man, he is here hanging out with us. How you doing, man? Welcome to Street Talk. Hey, man. I'm good, Ricardo. Thank you for having me, man. Doing well. Hey, it's a blessing to have you here on the show, man, because some of the stuff I see you doing in the community, man, is such so great stuff, man. I just had to get you on the show, man. Help spread the word, man. So folks who uh, like see me and they're like, hey, man, what, what's the deal with Omaha? There's somewhere somebody that can say, hey, just go check out the boy. You want some food, man. Just take him out. He got, all, he got it all for you. <laughs> yeah, man. A lot, a lot of times people sleep on Omaha, but uh, we got a lot of good stuff around here. That's awesome. That's awesome. But first, since you are new to Street Talk, I got to welcome you in just like everybody else with a weapon. So just sit back, relax, and let me let the senior audience give you a round of applause and welcome you to Street Talk. All right, now you are the official, official, official member of the Street Talk. All right. All right, first thing first, how do you get started? How do you get started? How do you get started? You know, doing this food pretty thing. Uh, you know, man, it's, it's, it's a thing where I just support local a lot. Um, I have another business, small guy promotions where, um, I started back in 2013 after my dad passed away and I just, I needed something more out of life than going to work and doing my, uh, eight hours a day there not being fulfilled. Um, that was paying the bills, of course. But the stuff that I started to do on the side was what I was passionate about and what I really enjoyed. Um, and Small Guy Promotions went through different phases, uh, event coordination with local music shows and uh, small business events and vendor events. And then, um, you know, I started doing I was doing blogs initially. Um, and then I started challenging myself to do a blog once a month, at least for a year. Uh, and then after that, uh, I started turning it into vlogs. And one of my first blogs was actually uh, when it was about food, was about Golden Bowl Chinese in Bellevue, Nebraska. And uh, I didn't intend to go down this path. It just kind of happened. 
we went out there to eat at this restaurant and the service was really good. And the, the mountain of food that we received on our first visit, uh, I'll never forget it. I got a combination fried rice with barbecue pork. I had my daughter uh, put her hand by the, the mountain of rice to show scale. And, uh, you know, we took some pictures and I said, when we get home, I'm going to, I'm going to, you know, make a post about this. So I sat down and wrote a blog post about it and then shared it with the owner on Facebook. And I think I shared it on Twitter. And then the owner said, Hey, this is really cool that you did this. The next time that you stop in you say, Oh, and I'd love to meet you. Um, so the next time I went in, I did that. And then people really started gravitating towards uh, the food content. Um, I was doing a lot of different content, but the food was really what people, uh, you know, they focused on what they liked. Everybody loves food. So uh, it, it just started from there, man. And then it just one thing after another and kept going that route. Well, I'll tell you one tell thing, you one thing for a person, person who, you know, really, really loves, loves food. food. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm glad, glad to see, see like, things like, like that, that man, because... It's, it's, uh, it's, it's always, always good to just kind of know what you want to know, because it kind of helps you, like, when you're coming to a new city, like, me and my family, uh, seeing, you know, reviews from you, just like, okay, let's go check this place out, check this place out. So what's the process? How do you go through, like, picking where you want to go now? Uh, you know, I just go wherever, man. Uh, you know, social media is huge as far as uh, the reach that people can have and businesses can have, so sometimes it'll just be something that I've seen. Um, you know, I, I do stay in tune to uh, a couple of food groups on Facebook. There's the Omaha Food Lovers Group. Um, I started my own group years back called Omaha Area Foodies. Uh, we actually used to go out once every few months to support like a local restaurant. And we would go as a group before COVID, of course. Um, but we would get together and just go and support a local mom and pop restaurant. And yeah, sometimes people who follow, uh, they see the content and they enjoy it. And then they'll send me a message like, hey, have you tried this place before? And I'm like, no, I haven't. Uh, if I have time, I'll try it. So sometimes that happens. Sometimes the restaurant owners will reach out to me. Um, I've had people ask for us to do reviews on them. And I have to make it very clear that like, hey, if you're inviting me out for a review and you want to like cover the food, and, and not charge me, like I still have to be honest in my review because that's my brand out there and that's my name on the line. So I gotta be honest. And I don't necessarily love when people invite me out to do a review because if they know that I'm coming, then it's easier for them to you know put on their A game while I'm there. But for me, it's more about presenting it in a way that anyone who walks through the door will get the level of service that I receive. So that's what makes it kind of tough sometimes. Um, but yeah, I definitely just go to places. I don't usually tell them when I'm popping up ahead of time and I'll just go there and eat. And it it may be something that I'm not even necessarily thinking about writing a review on, but when I eat it, I'm like, oh man, this is really good. I gotta tell people about it. So that's it's just basically one of those things where I have a good experience and I wanna let people know about it. Hey, yeah, I, I would you know, man, man, because that's, that's one of the great things about, about uh, what you're what doing. You're doing. I mean, Same thing with like you want to be out there, people. You want people to be to trust your, 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 your credibility, 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 credib
broadcast news, news credibility, credibility and life ability. So, uh, yep. I appreciate you, man. Just, you know, being honest with straight up. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and it's, you know, it's a fine line, too. Like, I've given some not so good reviews in the past. You know, one, we do we don't do stars on the Omaha Fatty uh, Omaha Fatty website. We do uh, fatties. They're just cheeseburgers. So I've given places one or two uh, fatties before, and you know I I try to be constructive with it, even if it's not a really good review. I want to at least try to point out any good notes. Um, I was probably a lot tougher before COVID hit. But now it's like, I don't want to be the reason that someone doesn't go to a place. So maybe I do have some not so positive things to say. So maybe I just don't release that review. Uh, Or, you know, I I just say, you know what, I might go back again another time and give them another shot before I write a review. Uh, So that's one of the things that comes into play as well. Uh, But I do like to have those ones that aren't so great sometimes just so people they know, and you know, everything can't be good. And there are some places that probably need a little work sometimes. And everybody is not always on their A game. They'll they'll have an off night. So that stuff happens too. But uh, again, I just want to be transparent and honest about the the service and the experience that I receive or my family receives when we go. So I get it. I get it. I mean, I mean, sometimes, sometimes in church, church, you know, you got to church, church it up, you know, so you got to church it up a little bit, you know. You know, when when the preaching is, when the teaching, when the teaching is, really, is good, really good, but ain't nobody shouting, ain't nobody the preaching shouting, is giving something, the preaching something to shout about. Giving something to shout about. So they feel like they had church. So they feel like they had church. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, so I get so, it, I get so it. I get but, it. Um, but, um, you know, let me ask you this, though. Is it hard to go back to some of your favorite places? Because I know me. If I get a good meal somewhere, man, I'm going back at least three, four times. So Golden Bowl that I mentioned before, um, you know, that's that's probably and it's not just the food. It's the the reception that you receive when you walk into the place. Um, If you go out to Bellevue. And, and and you go to Golden Bowl, you'll see why um, they have two owners. There's John who does the front end stuff. And then there's Michael, who's got the 35 plus years of experience uh, cooking. And he's usually in the back. Um, but everybody knows about Golden Bowl in Bellevue. Well, at least, you know, generalizing, but so many people uh, know about Golden Bowl. And that that has always been, I will say to this day, that's my food home. So we try to go there at least once a month if we can. Try not to let it go past that much. They just uh, opened back up. They were closed uh, down in July. And they were supposed to open back up because they had damage from uh, last winter. And they had to get their roof replaced. Uh, They were supposed to open back up in August. But they actually just opened back up on December 1st because it was just one thing after another with them getting back open. Uh, so we we missed out on them, our favorite Chinese food place. So we did try to get out there and check some more places. Um, but now that they're back open, uh, we've been there once for dining, and I got some egg rolls the first night that they opened back up. Um, but yeah, man, that is a challenge sometimes because there's only so much time. 
there's only so much money because I'm paying when I'm going out. It's not like I'm just going everywhere and eating for free. So, and that's one thing that people don't understand either. Uh, You know, I made a post earlier in the year uh, because I saw some people talking about food bloggers and how they do it just for the perks. And I said, no, man, look, I got a stack of receipts. I've paid thousands of dollars over the last year to support local restaurants. I'm not doing it for perks. If I was doing it for perks, then I wouldn't be doing it. Like I started doing it because I wanted people to go and support these local restaurants. And if I was free all the time, I'd be beating the purpose that I set out to do. So that kind of works against it. You will get instances where restaurant owners are really appreciative and they do want to give you a free meal or they want to give you an appetizer or something like that but I'm never going to a place and eating for free every time that I go to a place. So uh, that, that that's definitely um, a thing that I want people to know is, no, these people that you see going out and taking photos of food, uh, you know, I have some friends in it, Yum Omaha and Fatterday Omaha. Those guys are definitely paying for their meals when they're going out. Uh, but yeah, it does get, t- it does get tough because you want to try new places and have new content, uh, your audience, um, at the same time, you want to, you know, go back to that place that you love. So, yeah, it, it does get tight sometimes, but you just got to make it happen, man. You just got to spread the love. I get it. I get it. Well, let me ask you this one. Say you, people who come and they need Omaha. What would you tell them to go? Would you tell them to go to the proper places like the old markets and like Village Point or some of the other spots around the city? Man, like every area I feel like has a, a pocket of places where you can go and find good food. Now, for me, you know, I'm a I'm a family man. So normally when I'm going to places, I'm going to places that aren't too expensive. Uh, it's affordable for the average family in most cases. Uh, I, I'm not really trying to do like high class restaurants. That's number one. That's not even me. Like I'm just a jeans and T-shirt type of dude. So I'm not trying to go to a place where I have to spend a hundred dollars on myself and then a hundred dollars on my wife. Like that's not happening. Um, but yeah, man, there's just it depends on what type of food you're looking for. Um, you know, if you're looking for burgers, there's certain spots like in in Bellevue, and I'm a Bellevue Papillion guy because I moved to Omaha in '94, and Bellevue was the uh, suburb that we moved to, uh, and I live in Papillion now. But if you want a good burger, Stella's out in Bellevue. I just made a post the other day. Uh, they have an ice cream place that I've gone to since I was in high school called Dairy Twist, and they fly under the radar. Uh, their ice cream is good, but they have some really good food as well. So if you're looking for a burger, you know, that's a place to go to. Um, you know, you can definitely go downtown and find some places to eat at. You might spend a little more, uh, but we recently went to a place called Twisted Fork that I've never gone to before. Uh, they had this. Uh, I've never seen this on the menu either, man. Chicken fried bacon. And I was like, oh, man, uh, we got to try this. So, you know, that place was really good. That that was probably more. I mean, the prices weren't too crazy, but it's a little little more than I would normally spend on some of the menu items. Um, Benson is really good. And they've got like a variety. If you want pizza, if you want burritos if you want sushi like all that is on maple street there's so many Mm. different things to eat out there it's a really diverse experience um you know then you've got your pizza places that are all around town my family actually 
at the end of 2020, we started doing a pizza tour. So we've gone to 28 different places to try pizza in the last year. So we, we've kind of fell off this last couple of months, but we plan to get back on it and just try all these different places. Um, Elkhorn has a place, Double Zero, and they've got new restaurants. Um, you know, if you want learn experience, you want things like that. They've even got a donut place that they use potato flour instead of regular flour, and it's called Spud Nuts. Um, but yeah, it's definitely you tell me what you want to eat, and I can probably find a place. You know, you got your soul food over in North Omaha, Big Mama's. Oh man, and they've got a burger place out there too now on North 30th. Uh Best Burger is what it's called. So, dude, there's so many places. That's one good thing about Omaha. You will never run out of good places to eat. That's, That's what, what I was going to say. say. If you are watching this show and hearing all this good stuff, come on over and take a visit. Come on over. Nebraska. So many places. And get yourself some good food. As he just named out so many different places. I'm sitting there hungry in the mud right now. <laughs> <laughs> Well, and let me Twisted tell you, man. Fork, we, we've seen Twisted Fork, and we were looking to go there one day, so I'm going to check it out. Oh, man, it, it was it was really good, man. I had a BLT also, uh, and it was like a double of all the stuff. It was like double bacon, double lettuce, double tomato, and it was just, mm-hmm. it was thick, and oh, dude, it was good. Mm-hmm. Um, But one thing that I wanted to say, too, is, you know, you said that your family is new to the area. Mm-hmm. You know, being out here in Omaha, we have military families that are out here. So we get a lot of people that are coming and going and who like yourselves, you not you don't know where to go to eat necessarily. So I've had people that I've run into and they said, oh man, my family just moved to town and we were looking for places to eat and we found you on Google or something like that. And we follow you and we found so many places to eat at because you recommended it. Um, and also with that is a lot of people who are born and raised in Nebraska, in Omaha specifically, they move away and go to school to uh, for culinary arts to California or to New York, and they learn about that stuff. And they work out there for a few years, but then they come back and bring it home. So that's one reason why we're able to actually, we might be a little behind the big cities uh, in some instances, but that allows us to not really miss out because we've got people who are uh, trained in the culinary arts and then they go out there and experience it and they bring it back here. So they still have that high level of expectation when they're in the kitchen. So one guy, I said, Benson, uh, Yoshitomo, like if you go out there, a guy that I went to high school with, David Utterback, he went out and he goes to, he goes to Japan once a year and he's learning. And like, if you follow their page, he does all this stuff with like the, he'll show like the locker with all the fish hanging that have to be in there for like 30 days. And he does so many things and it's really, that's a higher class place. Uh, so, you know, you might spend a little more if you go to Yoshitomo, uh, but in Bellevue, there's Umami. Uh, the owners from there are actually from New York and they moved to uh, the Omaha Metro so we get a lot of that different flavor. Um, one of the other big ones is Kitchen Table. That's downtown on uh, Farnham, I, think, I believe, if I remember correctly. But a married couple, 
they moved away, they, they learned on the arts and they came back and brought it back. And it's it's a really cool blend. And a lot of the places are uh, really big on being locally sourced. So you get the top notch stuff out here, man. Mm. Well, I'll tell I'll you tell what, man. I want to ask you another question. Right there. Right there. I want to thank, thank you so much for coming on the show. show. Look, Look forward, forward to, to talking with, with you more about, about what's going on here. And overall, let's, let's get, get some, some more folks out in Kansas City, City and, and, and just a little, little drive, drive away. You know, want to take a guess. Come on up, take a quick visit and hang out and get to see what's in Nebraska. And all the people, all my friends out there in Alabama, Mississippi, Missouri, Florida, Louisiana, all these other states, man. Y'all come on up, take a quick trip. Get some of this good food. I'm telling y'all, man. Check good food. Follow him. Yeah, y'all see the information pop up when he was talking. So follow him and uh, let him know. He'll let you know where to go get some food, man. Right here in Omaha. Thank you so much, my friend. We appreciate Thank you coming on Straight Talk, man. It was a pleasure. Hey, good food is right here in Omaha. And we'll be right back with more because I'm feeling very need something to eat. I have these words from our sponsors. You're listening to Straight Talk with your boy, Ricardo Montgomery. Don't worry, don't worry, don't worry. You ain't missed nothing. You just in a commercial break. We'll be right back with more Straight Talk in a minute. Simple Nurture is your one-stop shop for all your body care needs. Providing skin, bath, hair care, handcraft soaps, candles, and gift baskets for all genders. And come on. Where else can you find candles that smell like your favorite foods, desserts, and drinks? Simple Nurture products are handmade and the owner, Barbie Jones, makes them without the harsh and harmful chemicals that you find in other body care products. Check out some of their products on their Facebook and Instagram pages at Simple Nurture or call 573-397-4853 or go to their website at www.simplenurtureall.com com to get your hands on the homemade products made from love simple nurture homemade products that are simple and nurturing when the phone rings most of us answer the call we get a text message we answer the text but what if god is calling you to ministry are you going to answer that call at central christian college of the bible in moberly missouri We exist for the sole purpose of helping people answer God's call. Since 1957, Central Christian has been preparing students for the pulpit, for the choir, for the mission field, and for the church. If God has placed a call in your heart, call us at 660-263-3900. Or check us out online at cccb.edu. Welcome back. Welcome back to the show, y'all. Look, I hope you get a chance to come up here and get some of this good food that is going on in Omaha, Nebraska. That young man hit some spots, man. I'm telling you, I'm going to a couple of these places my own self. And um, be honest with y'all, I'm trying to work out. I'm trying to. I'm trying to knock off at least five pounds. <laughs> but I don't know. It may it may take a minute. <laughs> but uh, we back in Pass uh, Park from St. Mark back to church. And uh, this is Christmas. And, you know, I really want to dive into this word, man. I want to have some fun with it also. But... You know, Pastor really brought us some great numbers uh, from what happens in between, you know, right before Thanksgiving all the way up to January and how we feel and then basically how we feel after January 2nd. So, Pastor, you know, when you was looking up these numbers, how was amazing you when you start to see, like, how the behavior of people Mm -hmm. changes so quickly? 
Right. Uh, and it's interesting. And you and I were talking offset. Uh, it's interesting that, you know, between November and January 2nd are the highest months of uh, depression, suicide rates, uh, the highest enrollment in mental health centers, substance abuse centers between Thanksgiving and January 2nd. And interestingly, it's also the highest rate of consumer spending throughout the year. 150% more is spent on consumer spending during that time of the year, other than any other time uh, of the year. So it's interesting, the more money spent, the more depressed we get. And then after January 2nd, we're ready to just put the whole thing away. Uh, we're ready to move on, Nat King Cole, uh, I'm dreaming of a white Christmas, put the tree back in the box, put the lights up. January 2nd, we're ready to move on. And I think that my, what I have seen is people enter the holiday and Christmas season and exit it the same way they entered. We've had all the feasts, all the festivities, all the parties, and we come out, matter of fact, come out worse because we are in debt and more depressed. And we miss the reason for the season because consumer spending uh, and gift giving and those things just consume us and we miss the reason unto us a child is born unto us a son is given and so my aim during the Christmas season is to preach to the hurt of people during this season because if you're like me you're going into the season having lost loved ones you know you, you you've been through you know if we're, we're we're on the show now and we're listening now all of us have survived COVID We've all experienced it, but we, we have not individually had the same experience from it, but we carry those into the holidays. And so I try to speak to the pain of people, the emptiness of people, the loneliness of people, and let them know we have joy. The reason for this season is not to spend all of our money. It's not just to end the year with festivities. It is to us that our hope has come. You know, if we keep preaching and teaching hope, maybe the substance abuse centers, the mental health centers and those things, maybe they won't be as full. The graveyards even. We've got to preach and teach the hope and joy of the holiday and not let the stores and the merchandising and the marketing and the advertising hijack it. That's what has happened. They have hijacked Christmas. Even Christians are caught up into it. Even we are consumed with Black Friday and sales and all that kind of stuff. And we exit the season the same way we entered it. My message is a message of hope through that baby Jesus who came to save us from our sins. If we miss that, we will continue down that spiral, spiraling down uh, into depression and sadness and grief and all of those things that come along with being absent from Jesus Christ. You know, you, that's, that's the word, you know, because a lot of times we do miss it, you know, the marketing, right. You can't get away from it. You cannot get away from the market. I think you hit a word. I think, I think my exec producing is screaming out from the background. Uh, but, um, you you really hit it because we don't recognize how much the marketing and everything is pushing for us to go spend and not even right. recognize how to love on people who Absolutely. are really dealing with heartache and pain. Right. So I just want to thank you for that. Um, the um, the message is really clear. We still got to get back to 
baby Jesus. And a lot of times, I don't think we even speak of baby Jesus enough because if we think of right. how babies are, you know, you can, you can get onto a child and she'll forget or he'll forget within minutes of what you discipline them mm-hmm. about and then they're back joyous. You know, and, and right. I think sometimes that we miss that message. Like, let's sometimes go back to that childlike behavior and not hold on to so many right. grudges with each other, and which causes us to be depressed That's and right. have anxiety and different things. Um, <clears throat> is there, is there, a, how can we help the ones who are like on the fence um, mm-hmm. to know that the God love is still there? You know, I used to think, uh, just quickly, I was I was raised under pastors who preached fire and brimstone, right? And I always thought coming up that God was some old mean man in heaven just waiting to punish us and whoop us for everything we do wrong, right? But then I thought about it, I looked at it theologically. Why would God go through so much to get us saved only to sit up in heaven and punish us. John 3:16 says God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believe in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. Verse 17 says, we miss verse 17. For God did not come into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. We are not in a dispensation of condemnation. Jesus was not created in Bethlehem. He always was with the Father. Jesus is the second of the Trinity. He is God, the Son. He was born in Bethlehem with flesh. Why flesh? So he could go through what we go through, know what we know, feel what we feel, and to be able to do it and be sinless so he could die for all of that and save us from all of that. God went through all of that to show you that he loves you and he wants you in his family. That's what we're preaching about tomorrow. Family matters to God. God is saying to you, he wants you in the family, right? Even though you're dysfunctional, even though you're depressed, even though you're sinful, God wants you in the family. That's the baby Jesus. God coming off the throne and taking on flesh and saying, I'm coming to a dysfunctional family to heal this family and invite you back. That's the hope because the signs of the time, Brother Ricardo, are here. The end times are here. They, we, you know, Jesus, Jesus is not going to tarry much longer, in my opinion. I, no man knoweth the day or the hour where the Son of Man cometh, but we see the signs. And before Jesus comes back, he wants to expand his family. This world is going away. The Bible says it's going to blow up. It's going to go in fire. Heaven and earth shall pass away. But if you have a relationship with Jesus Christ, this world is not it. The pandemic is not it. It's not every, this world is not it. There is something greater in the sky. And that's the hope that the baby Jesus gave us. By accepting him as our savior, we can escape the depression and all the damage that this world has presented us and look for a better place. You know, Pastor, I couldn't ask for a better guest host to come on the show this week the knowledge that you have laid down today I hope that people when they watch this today tomorrow a year from now really listen to the words that you have said 
Man. And really hone in to what God really wants from them and how they can just be the best Christian they can be. So tell us about um, St. Mark. Uh, I, I get ready to wrap the show up, let you go. Okay. And I know you got business ahead of you. Tell us right. a little bit about St. Mark and, um, and how can people come find you online and listen to a good word from you. Well, we've been, St. Mark has been a part of the pillar of this community for 95 years in Omaha, and uh, we're a strong, good church, and we believe in Bible preaching and teaching. You can catch us uh, every Sunday morning live or in person at 10 o'clock a.m., our Facebook page at St. Mark Baptist Church in Omaha. Uh, You can also download our church app on Google on Amazon or iTunes, just uh, hit St. Mark Baptist Church Omaha, download, catch up with all of our latest information. If you're in town, come in person. Amen. Come get the word of God at St. Mark Baptist Church. The word is the priority. And so we just want to encourage, we want to be a blessing to the body of Christ uh, in all that we do. And we want to be led by Christ. And so if you're not, uh, for those of you who may be watching, if you're seeking a church home or you need uh, you're seeking in your spirit uh, biblical preaching and teaching. Uh, make sure that you join us, and I promise you'll be blessed. Amen. Y'all heard it right there. Yeah. You might catch me in there too. So, yeah. all uh, right, come on, bro. <laughs> come on, come on. We got you. We got <laughs> come you. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> well, Pastor, thank you so much for coming on the show. Okay, man. man. Merry Christmas, Happy New Year to you and your family. Same to you, brother. And to the St. Mark family. And uh, I tell y'all, man, we'll be right back with more of the Straight Talk to wrap it up, let you know what all the great things coming up in the new year. Right at these words from our sponsors. God bless. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for this wonderful day. Thank you for everything you've done for us. We're here because we are blessed and we are trying to make every day count for you, Father God. Thank you for everything. Amen. When the phone rings, most of us answer the call. We get a text message, we answer the text. But what if God is calling you to ministry? Are you going to answer that call? At Central Christian College of the Bible in Moberly, Missouri, we exist for the sole purpose of helping people answer God's call. Since 1957, Central Christian has been preparing students for the pulpit, for the choir, for the mission field, and for the church. If God has placed a call in your heart, call us at 660-263-3900 or check us out online at cccb.edu. Simple Nurture is your one-stop shop for all your body care needs, providing skin, bath, hair care, handcraft soaps, candles, and gift baskets for all genders. And come on, where else can you find candles that smell like your favorite foods, desserts, and drinks? Simple Nurture products are handmade and the owner, Barbie Jones, makes them without the harsh and harmful chemicals that you find in other body care products. Check out some of their products on their Facebook and Instagram pages at Simple Nurture or call 573-397-4853. Or go to the website at www.simplenurtureall.com to get your hands on the homemade products made from love. Simple Nurture, homemade products that are simple and nurturing. Welcome back as we get ready to wrap up 2021. Straight Talk is going to take a little break. We'll be back on January 8th. We're going to celebrate the new year. 
But we're going to give y'all a little wrap up the next two weeks of this uh, great year. I mean, this has been so many great things happened this year. We've had Brian Courtney Wilson on the on the show, Josh Jenkins on the show, Tasha Cobb Lynn on the show. I mean, all kinds of people has been on the show. The Lord has really been good to us. We have had, um, you know, syndicated the show radio wise in Mississippi. We've been in Missouri, and now we're here in Nebraska. And we just continue to grow. And with through love and your support, we will continue to do great things in our community and just continue to just take it each level higher and higher. So, with those men, oh, and one other thing, big thing coming up, man, we have a pre Easter concert, Street Talk. We will present the pre Easter concert. It's going to be a blast, man. And we're partnering with Central Christian College of the Bible in Mobley, Missouri. So we're looking forward to having a great time. And we will make it happen for you. More information will come up on January 8th. We will tell you more about it. Get the lineups and everything showing up so you can see all these great artists that we've had on the show. There's so many great things happening this year. And also, don't forget to get that new book, Craft Center. It's out right now on Amazon. Go get that. Anytime, telling you, my wife did a great job with this book. Get it in your libraries. Get it in your uh, churches, so you can have it doing all your kids and read all to your kids and really just help them grow and uh, understand the different things that comes, uh, you know, as you're growing up. But love and support and being there for each other is the key things. And just continue to spread love. We're going to bring it back, man. We're going to have all new straight talk coming up for you in 2022. We're going to do a lot of new everything. So y'all get ready, man. Got a lot of work coming up. And we're going to continue to do all the great things we do. We're going to bring in more pastors, more artists, and more special guests, and drop more dimes. And all the information that you want to hear, send it to us on our Facebook page, Instagram. Let me know what you're thinking about out there. Let me know what's going on in the world so we can discuss it and get some leaders in here to help you all know what's going on and relate it back to all these great things that we have in our Christian community. So until 2022, I'll see y'all then. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. From the Paul Montgomery and the Montgomery family. And we'll see you in 2022. Come on, relax and just enjoy the show. Got you here on Straight Don't Be Lying. Yes, you already know. Got you here on Straight Don't Be Lying.